Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Colin II, and with me, as always, via Zoom, is... Matthew... How I Met Your Dad... How, how I Met Your... Haas. How I Met Your Haas. I don't know. Um, how I Met Your Haas. How I Met Your Haas. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's that's my favorite sitcom. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, today on the show, um, we are covering a unaired pilot that was shot in 2014 called How I Met Your Dad. It was a spinoff of the long-running uh, CBS comedy How I Met Your Mother. Um, just recently, uh, there has been an announcement that they are finally going forward with an actual quote-unquote spinoff of uh, How I Met Your Mother called How I Met Your Father, starring Hilary Duff. Um, it's going to be on Hulu, um, produced by uh, 20th Television, um, which is owned by Disney, by the way. So anyways, um, they uh, Hilary Duff is going to be one of the producers on the show, and um, it's uh, being created by um, Isaac... Isaac Abtaker and Elizabeth Berger, who are known for uh, the TV show This Is Us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, Carter Bays and uh, Craig uh, Thomas are um, going to be uh, executive producers as well, the uh, creators of the original How I Met Your Mother. Um, no word beyond um, Hilary Duff starring in the show um, on who else will be in the, in the show. Um, it's, uh, it's going to be, um, similar to how I met your mother and the fact that she's telling her son how she met his father. Um, and, uh, that's the basic, uh, premise of the show, you know? So, and it's about her and her friends and as they're dealing with life in the, in the 2020s, you know? So, so, should be interesting to see. It's got a 10-episode order. Um, but back in 2014, um, Craig Thomas and Carter Bays, along with Emily Spivey, wrote a pilot for CBS that starred um, Academy Award nominee Greta Gerwig, um, Drew Taver, among other people. I mean, Tarver, among other people, um, that um, they actually shot a pilot for. And it has leaked online. I don't know how long ago it did, but um, what I'm going to tell people right now, if you just started listening to this and uh, you do want to watch it, uh, message me at mike at cullenpark.com and I will send you the uh, episode. <laughs> yes. I, I, I will give you a super secret link to the uh, episode. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to share it in our show notes or anything, just in case of legal reasons. So, <laughs> yeah. so, um, anyways, um, first off, Matt, what was your initial reaction to this pilot? You know, I really liked it. Uh, I watched it twice. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought it was actually quite enjoyable, you know, much better than Mr. Ed 2004 reboot. Um, of course, I think anything would be better than that, but, um, even Spy High is probably better than that, but, um, check out the Spy High episodes. Pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was, you know, it kind of, it, it, it reminded me a little bit of how I met your mother, but, it, you know, it's, it had its own style. Obviously it wasn't just a complete 
you know, remake of that show. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm kind of surprised it didn't get picked up for at least, you know, a few episodes, you know, like six or ten or whatever. Um, yeah. But I, mean, I, I mean, yeah, I guess it just didn't make it for whatever reason. I mean, the cast was awesome, honestly. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, so so you had uh, Nicholas De- uh, Diagosco as Frank. Um, you had uh, it's starring Greta Gerwig, who has been who, who's who's recently directed the movies Lady Bird and um, and Little Women, and been nominated for Academy Awards. Um, so the good thing is. This didn't get picked up, so she didn't get stuck in a sitcom <laughs> and was able to end up getting nominated for Academy Awards. Yeah. So, I mean, and uh, Greta is a very talented woman, so that's cool and all. I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad with that. Um, you have uh, Andrews Holm as her uh, soon-to-be ex-husband, Gavin. Um, people know him from uh, Workaholics, among other things. Uh, you had, um, Andrew Santino, who people will know from, uh, I'm Dying Up Here, um, among other things, uh, he's a brilliant stand-up comic, he was, uh, playing Danny, her, uh, her gay brother, um, her best friend was, uh, who, Juliet was played by, uh, Tia Sarkar, who you know from The Good Place, um, Alex Inc., um, was the voice of Sabrine Wren in, um, Sabine Wren in uh, Star Wars uh, Rebels. That's the name of the show, right? Yeah, Rebels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just blanked on the name yeah, of the show Rebels. all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Drew Drew Tarver uh, played Todd, uh, the her her brother in law, who um, is uh, on um, TV show The Other Two. Um, he's also has a recurring role on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he's in he's in a lot of things. He's a he's a really funny guy. Um, and then the narrator was Meg Ryan, so <laughs> you know, so it, it it's a pretty good cast. I mean, got a lot of creative uh, juices behind this uh, behind this uh, this punch here. And, um, wait, what? <laughs> and, um, yeah, it, it was, it was a pretty good show. Um, I, I really liked it. I mean, I've watched it three times now, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, uh, really enjoyed it. Um, so, I mean, the, the basic premise of the show was that it follows Sally and Sally played by Greta Gerwig on her journey of how she met, um, Met, met her, her husband. She, she lives in New York with her friends, is getting divorced from her first husband, and has no idea what she is doing with her life. Mm-hmm. So that's according to the Internet Movie Database. Um, <laughs> so uh, what happens in this episode here, Matt? Well, it kind of starts off with her, like, writing to her, her child or children, like, you know. Her daughter, Cricket. Her da- yeah, daughter, Cricket, that, like. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably can't imagine, you know, me at 27, you know, but like, you know, I didn't, did not really have my life, you know, put together at all or whatever. And that shows her like hanging out with her best friend. And she's like, has like a, a bullhorn shows up at the bar. By the way, it looks like the same bar as, um, the bar and how I met your mother. I'm not sure if it's the same one, but it looked a lot like it. No, um, it's not. It, it actually doesn't oh, really look it, like it at all. <laughs> oh, okay. well, to me it did because it, whatever uh, no, uh, it's okay <laughs> I'm not a scholar of him yim so uh, I watch but, it I watch it at least once a day so I'm like, okay <laughs> yeah yeah um no and she's like I have a very important announcement uh we found a bullhorn yeah. <laughs> like, like that that was the announcement was the fact that they have a bullhorn and then they're like, who wants tequila shots or whatever? So they're like, you know, lining up shots with the fire, you know, and stuff like that. And she's like, you know, believe it or not, this was actually like an average Tuesday night for me or whatever. Yeah. And uh, 
then she she goes back home, you know, goes back home and crawls into bed with her husband. And he he's, he's like three in the morning. He's you know wants to go back to sleep or whatever. And she's she's like, I I, I want to play you something. And she just plays like her her ringtone to dun 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 dun. She's like singing a yeah. song that she wrote to the ringtone. <laughs> Like this is the song that I wrote on the subway or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, so she's just kind of like a, like a, you know, a partier. You know, someone who's like in their late twenties. Who, you know, according to our society, you know, you're supposed to do things in certain phases of your life, and then you're supposed to quit them and do other things and other phases of life, and that's kind of what's going on between her and her husband because. uh she met her husband when he was the singer of like a punk band called, was it Harry Nutsack or something like that? Or I, Harry I, I think Ballsack? It was, I think it was called Harry Balls in the Scroads. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And and now he's like some Wall Street investor dude, you know, that whole story. Or he used to be a punk and now, er. and you know, Mr. Like, he's like, he's got like a wine cellar and he's telling her that like the, the bottles with the red sticker are, you know, you don't drink those because those are investment bottles. And then, you know, the green ones, you know, you could drink. And then, you know, the the yellow ones, you know, you, you could possibly drink, but you should probably just save them anyway so they can then become red sticker bottles. Like, just total, yeah. like, control of kind of person or whatever. And then, you know, so they break up. And then she goes to stay at her, her brother brother and his his husband's um apartment yeah and like her brother's kind of like has almost like the same personality as her husband you know very like straight laced like you know very like very uptight you know like kind of conservative kind of conservative like as far as like how he lives you know type of thing like yeah probably not politically for obvious reasons but but you know although he could be you know because there are some gay republicans (laughs) Which is weird. Okay, it's like you join in a party of people who hate you. Okay, whatever. Um, it's interesting, but uh, yeah, it's like I agree in politics in like the first ten minutes of the. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay. <laughs> it, it, like I don't know. Like like that's the thing. Is like okay, so like this show pretty much has everything that you know a successful show in that era would have. 2014. I mean, it's not that long ago, and. Um, you know, like, her brother's funny, his husband's funny, like, they really work well together, mm-hmm. you know, like, his husband's kind of, like, the anti of him, like, he's, like, you know, because he, cause he was, like, actually her best friend in college, and yeah. she introduced and- him to her brother, hoping that he would kind of loosen him up a bit, but he, he ended up straightening him up a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's the, it's the opposite effect that she was hoping for. But, yeah. yeah. But it, it was... It's interesting. I mean, then they, uh, you know, she, she, she's staying there and, uh, he's all worried, you know, about, um, her brother's, her brother Danny's all worried about how, uh, um, how she's going to leave, you know, you know, rings on the coffee table and, um, you know, make a mess of the place and all this other stuff, you know, so. Right, yeah. So he's kind of a he's kind of a you know like a Felix Unger sort of character you know sort of like uh, you know everything's got to be neat sort of thing at least in this episode. Who knows what would happen if it continued? Yeah, um. Exactly. <laughs> who, who knows what would you know? And uh, it, yeah, he, I like the one thing he said. She's gonna be playing that rock and roll music at all hours of the night. I'm like seriously, dude. <laughs> like, are you like 1957 here? Like, and um, they had I don't know this. Like, that's the thing is like they had like all the right banter and like the cool like cut scenes like like yeah. her like imagining what he'd be doing because she's like oh well what what did you do last week for dinner or should I say last late afternoon and then he shows him like eating like a cheese ball with like his really old neighbors and he's like this cheese ball is literally everything in the world and they're like laughing he's like I'm tired. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you live like a senior citizen. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like I, I, I watched the pilot. Okay, uh, after watching this pilot, I mean, I know I'm kind of going off here before we continue talking about this pilot, but I watched the pilot for How I Met Your Mother, 
after watching this, mm-hmm. just to kind of compare the two. I honestly think this is a better pilot. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Actually, um, I mean, How I Met Your Mother is a, is a good is a classic pilot, but still, it's like it, it's like I don't know. But then again, I mean, How I Met Your Mother is a is a great pilot too. It, it does it does very well explain all the characters to you in that episode. As does mm-hmm. this. I mean, I don't see any major difference in the quality. You know, so. I'm still trying to figure out why they didn't pick this up, but yeah, it's neither here nor there. Um, so, um, next in the, uh, in the episode, um, Sally's out, you know, she's got a bunch of different food in the living room of, of her brother's place. And, uh, she's, uh, she's eating all these different types of food. She explains that she needs, uh, certain different types of food. She needs, like, you know, a salty, sweet thing. She needs this. She needs a crunchy, sweet, you know, just just different, you know, whatever it is. She has, like, different reasons why she has yeah. all this different food. Um, you know, like you do when you had a breakup or something, you know, you gotta deal with it in your own, in your own, uh, indulgences. Um, <laughs> it's better than heroin. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> So. Anything's better than heroin, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a Kobe mechanism, <laughs> yeah, that'd have been a very dark, interesting episode if that was the case. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> maybe the show would have got picked up if that was. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so- <laughs> wow. So, uh, um, basically, uh, she she tries to. Um, her brother is telling her in in his own way that she can't do better than, uh, than Gavin, her husband. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so she decides, um, earlier her, uh, her best friend, um, Juliet, um, says that what she needs to do is do a nail and bail, <laughs> which, uh, she needs to, uh, basically, basically, you know, go out and have sex with a guy and kind of get it out of her system sort of thing or something. And then yeah. get on with her life. Um, so, I mean, Juliet's kind of the Barney of the show in a way, you know, it seems like, you know, sort of, um, yeah, but, um, so she, uh, she sets her up on a date that, uh, with, with, uh, with a guy she works with named Frank. Um, so what happens then, Matt? Um, you know, she, she basically says, you know, he, he wears hoodies, but I'm going to put a stop to that or whatever. And, uh, so she, she, you know, she gets Frank over there and he, he comes with his hoodie and she's like, no, no, I, we talked about this. <laughs> you know, takes his hoodie and like, they start talking or whatever. Um, you know, she's wearing like a really kind of sexy outfit stuff like that. And, uh, she's like, says like whatever whenever I try to talk sexy I end up sounding like a boozy nineteen forties, you know, movie star. So she's like like, Ooh, you you were in the military and you know, and, like, <laughs> just so, so stupid. And then he's like, Oh uh, yeah, like like you must have like really good stories and he's like, um Yeah, there's a bunch and he's like, uh you know, I, I tend to forget things when I'm being put on the spy and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, I've had that since. Well, I don't remember now because I'm, you know, I'm doing it right now. And then she's like, "Can I just stop being sexy for a moment?" <laughs> tries, you know, explaining, you know, what's going on, and you know, he's like, "Yeah, you know, we're, you know, are you, you know, something about the nail and bail?" He's like, "What? What, what is the nail and what is this?" Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, well, we're supposed to have sex tonight," and he's like, "Um, I wasn't aware of that." Yeah, um, it's like you don't. You don't tell somebody that at the beginning of the date. Um, <clears throat> right. And so he's like, he's nervous, you know, as, as hell, basically. Like, what the hell's going on? And uh, so, you know, they start talking and she kind of gets sad about what's going on with her husband and decides to, uh, decides to go. Oh, also, too, because at one point, uh, her, her brother ended up calling her husband, telling him that she wants to talk about you know, what happened or whatever. To get back to... Juliet had taken her phone yeah. 
too. That yeah, that's her. what happened. Yeah, um, Juliet took her phone because she didn't want uh, she didn't want um, Sally to end up calling Gavin. Um, yeah. Do you want to take a break here, Matt, and we'll talk more about the rest yeah. of the episode here? I know that's not, we're kind of in the middle of a thing, but still. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, we'll be right back, folks, um, with more about Himyid. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there. And we are back, folks. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're back. Mm-hmm. I, I, I reckon we'll, we'll talk more about uh, how much dad. What do you think? All right. Should we? I'm fine with that, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what we're... What happened that's to me? our specific purpose. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh... I was possessed <laughs> for a second there. Um, You're... So- Possessed by a a stereotypical southern accent. (laughs) Yes, that happens all the time, man. It's weird. (laughs) Accents possess me from time to time, you know. Well, that's that's actually a really interesting idea. Like, instead of, like, being possessed by a a ghost or a spirit, you get possessed by accents from, like, different countries or regions or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like... The spirit of a language actually possesses you. You should write that down. It's actually a really interesting concept. Don't steal that, people. Don't steal it. Yeah, don't, don't don't steal it. We can just edit this part out, and then uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll hear like a weird chopping motion of like, wait, mm-hmm. what were they talking about? And all of a sudden, ooh, it's going like, to be a match. Oh, yeah. okay. It's the way that it happens. It's on a rug. Okay, <laughs> get go. Okay. You're gonna follow me here. Okay, so yeah, okay. um. And then we can call the thing, like, you step on this rug and it'll change the way your accent, you know, is for that day. Ooh. And um, and then we can call the movie Accent Rug. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Or, or alternative would be called Rug Pole, as in P-O-L-E is Polish. And um, and the there was a Polish spirit that first possessed you so then he had a Polish accent but then that then like awakened all the other spirits of all the other accents to also possess you so it's called a rug pole and that could be alternative it could be both but like that could be like the or rug pole could be like the Polish you know sometimes when a film goes in different countries they name it a different thing so that could be like the the European version would be called rug pole and then the, the like the American would be like the accent Right, so, um, and, and that that brings me to a joke I wrote years ago. So, okay. so, so you know how there are Persian rugs, yeah, and there are accent rugs. Okay. Now, if you had a Persian accent rug, <laughs> and it could somehow speak, would it sound like it's from Iran? <laughs> okay. Anyways, I like that. Um, <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> I mean, I think it would. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
So, um, yeah. back to How I Met Your Dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those rugs are super expensive, those Persian I know. rugs. I mean, they're beautiful, <laughs> but man. Yeah. It's an investment. I mean. <laughs> oh. It's like, should I buy a house or a rug? Um, anyway, so, um, <laughs> the, um, so, so, um, so Sally's on her date. Um, earlier before this, though, the, we kind of just, we kind of got some little, uh, background into, uh, in, into, uh, um, Danny and, uh, Todd, the, um, the gay couple in the show. Um, mm-hmm. they, they were both arguing about her going on the date or whatever. And then they kind of realized what kind of dads they're going to be because we, <laughs> I forgot to mention this earlier. They were in the process of adopting a baby. Oh yeah. So, so you see, they're setting up a lot in this episode. Um, yeah, a lot, really a lot. Um, yeah, they're going to be, yeah. Cause they were kind of fighting over like, like, wait a minute. This is like, I'm going to be like the. You know, the, no, I'm going to be the hammer or what? And like, you're going to be the, you know, the fun loving dad. And, you know, they're, they're going to hate me. And then it's like, wait a minute, that actually sounds great. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like I, I totally want to be the, the disciplinarian one or whatever. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, you'll be the fun daddy. And, um, right, right. So, um, anyways, uh, back to Sally's date. She's mm-hmm. on this date with Frank. And, uh, Frank starts talking about um, his parents at some point and talks about how uh, now they're a tree. And she's like, mm-hmm. what's that about? And then um, basically saying that they, they were originally two trees that they grew into one tree. You know, the the old... Uh, that's an old um, kind of uh, idea, you know, that that's what, you know... What happens? I mean, it's even the logo of Lou Helen, which is a Baha'i, um, <laughs> a Baha'i school, yeah, or, or like a seminar place. Yeah. It's not really, yeah, I don't like think a, it's a school where you have regular classes, no, but, it's, but like, it's, like, it's like a it's like a place where you can have retreats and stuff. <clears throat> and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, their logo is two trees growing together. Um, Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, I always, I always, I never. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I always saw a tree, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. I took a class, ten day seminar there once. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I've good, done uh, that. I've done that before too. Yeah. yeah. Um. The. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, it, it's you know, because basically, there that that place is called Lou Helen because it's named after a a couple named Lou and Helen. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, the um. Back to the show. Um. <laughs> They, uh, she, she starts to realize after he talks about this tree analogy that, um, she's like thinking that she needs to get back together with, uh, with Gavin. So she kind of ends the date. Um, Mm -hmm. Frank, um, Frank calls, uh, calls up Juliet and says, you know, says that, you know, I just wanted to thank you for the date. You know, he's like, it's over already? It's like, you couldn't have had sex already. And he's like, yeah, we did three times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, uh, basically, she figures out that uh, that she's going to try to go back and get back together with Gavin um, mm-hmm. and realizes that it was uh, probably Danny who tried to set this thing up. Mm-hmm. Danny had called Gavin and said that, uh, Sally was ready to talk that, you know, it was that she's, uh, in a, you know, she's, she's ready for a more mature relationship. <laughs> she figures that out because, um, Gavin calls her on Sally's phone. Yeah. So, right. And, and, and he's always obsessed with the word mature. And he says, he says it mature yeah. very properly, you, yeah. you know, immaturity. Uh, you know. yeah. So <clears throat> yeah. Then we have um we have both uh Juliet goes over to Danny's place and basically kind of tells him off and says what do you think you're doing and she has like special clothes on because she's got her ready, you know, her 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 fighting clothes on. Um yeah. she, she finds out they're trying to adopt a baby, gets excited for a minute there and oh. she says we're going to we're going to 
celebrate this later. And then um, <laughs> goes on, and they uh, they they end up uh, going over to Gavin and Sally's place um, to try to stop uh, stop them from getting back together or or save it. You know, like basically, you know, both have their own you know horse in this race. Um, that's not Mr. Ed. And, uh, <laughs> but, definitely um, not no. 2004, Mr. Ed. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, what happens here, Matt, when they get to the apartment? Uh, <clears throat> they all kind of race up there, you know, to see who comes first. And then, uh, <clears throat> Todd is like the one that's kind of puts everyone at ease. Like, okay, you know, everyone's looking out for her best interests. So let's try to, you know, be, civil about this so they go up there and uh they you know they're gonna try to talk to sally whatever to try to give their you know perspectives of what they think and then they're all kind of accepting of it basically you know in their own different way or whatever and uh her husband comes out you know and they're, you know like, what's going on a lot of people in the apartment and they're like oh this is um you know sort of celebration or whatever for you guys you know getting back together and then so Sally goes over to, you know, to the wine cellar and, and she remembers like, oh, you know, this is, you know, we, we used the, you know, the yellow sticker, you know, um, champagne and, you know, her husband's like nodding, like, like, yeah, you know, you know, like you're doing good, you know, like you remember type, you know, type of look on his face. And then that's kind of was like the last thing for her. Like, yeah, it's not going to work out. Like, yeah, basically, well, not really because basically what she yeah. realizes is that. She, she she sends them out all the rest of them out in the hallway after after a pretty funny scene where she introduces everybody and then she introduces Frank oh, as yeah. uh, as uh, as Danny and Todd's uh, gay friend Frank and he's like yep that's me Frank gay Frank and then Todd's like yeah that's how we say that <laughs> <laughs> I like that yeah that was yeah. that was a good one <laughs> yeah um the uh he, uh, they, they basically, they go out in the hallway, um, she, uh, she realizes that them getting back together should have been a red wine situation, you know, a red dot wine situation. Yeah. Because that should have been a special, <clears throat> a special occasion where they sh- should have been able to celebrate with the good wine. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ends up leaving Gavin for good, basically, um. Then we have a scene at the end where they're at the, where they're at back at their bar that they were at earlier, um, and they all end up, uh, you know, celebrating and, and basically Danny realizes that yeah, Gavin's not good for you, sort of thing, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, they end up celebrating and sh- find out she stole the red bottle, the red dot bottle <laughs> of wine, and so you know he. Um, Frank goes up to the bar to get some drinks. She comes up and uh, talks to Frank and says, "Yeah, you know, it's it's I'm it's probably not a good time for me to date right now. Maybe we can just be friends, you know, sort of thing." Which it, it, and and in the narration, um, it's revealed that uh, Frank is the father. Yeah, so it kind of did like a switcheroo with this one where they just flat yeah. out told you in the beginning. Yeah, because you're probably you know. expecting the Robin type situation where in the original we find out it's Aunt Robin, not uh. You know, the um the thing is, it's funny. The, yeah. the the script for the show actually for the pilot did not reveal it that way. They actually revealed it as him being Uncle Frank. Oh, okay. And um, the only person that I guess knew was the narrator Meg Ryan. Oh, when they shot the pilot, because uh, what what ended up um. Um, happening is the script ended up getting leaked online at that time. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so everybody believed that the script was going to end the same way as the How I Met Your Mother pilot. Yeah, you know what's interesting? I just realized too. Yeah. So her character name is Sally, and it's Meg Ryan doing the narration. Oh, that's, wow, that's interesting. I wonder if that was intentional or not. It Probably was. Probably was. Yeah. The when I Harry, just thought when, about when that. Harry like, Sally sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "That's interesting." It'd have been, um, even, it'd been even funnier if uh, if Frank's name was Harry, but um, <laughs> it may be a little bit too on the nose. But yeah. uh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but so, so so that's how it ends and i mean i thought it was a it was a great ending um yeah do you want to take another break here matt and then we'll uh we'll come back and we'll uh talk about our final thoughts on this yes okay we'll be right back It's the ninja from the Asked Angry Ninja Show saying, come listen to the show. We got the ninja wife to give you your movie reviews. We got the conscript to give you the ninja news. And we got the battle to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Asked the Angry Ninja Show. So ask me a question. We'll give you the ninja knowledge you need for your ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for the Asked Angry Ninja Show and enjoy the show. And we are back. All right, so um, there's not much trivia f- about this, really. Um, the um, basic uh, basic uh, bit of trivia we have is that it was a file a, f- a failed pilot episode for a spinoff of How I Met Your Mother. The episode was never released to the public or shown on TV. Um, CBS passed on the pilot and the show altogether due to creative differences between the creators and the studio. Um, no word on really what caused it. Um, Greta Gerwig blames herself, which I don't buy because I think she was delightful in the episode. So, um, huh. but she she claims that they had a uh, a test screening in a theater in uh, in Las Vegas for the show, and when they do test screenings. Um, anytime mm. something appears on screen, you you uh, you you turn your knob to the left if you don't like it, and to the right if you do. Uh-huh. That's uh that that's how they they set this up. So you have like a little knob that they give you like a you know in the theater on a device of some uh-huh. sort. And she claims that every time she turn she showed up on the screen, they turned it to the left and they didn't like her, uh-huh. and that's why they passed. Like I guess. What she says the studio was saying is that she needed to be recast. Oh. Which I don't buy at all because she's a great actress and she was fun and delightful in this episode and a joy in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and she's beautiful and I really like Greta Gerwig. So anyways, um, so uh, <laughs> I might actually watch Lady Bird tonight after watching after recording <laughs> this just because I want to see her talent. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um, she directed and wrote that movie. It's <laughs> a good movie. So, um. <laughs> anyways, um, what uh, what are your final thoughts on this? On this, Matt, do you think that this should have gone two series? Yeah, I mean, I think it should have. It should have been given at least. <clears throat> you know, like how um. They'll have a show like start like in April or March, like before all the other shows and their seasons or whatever. Yeah, like a mid-season like, replacement. They should it should have been at least that, like to give it a chance, to like, give it like you know eight episodes or ten episodes or however long you know they do that. Yeah, um, just to kind of um, give it a chance to see you know if they want to make it you know an official show back you know in October or September or whenever shows you know start up again. Um, it's just, it seems like a missed opportunity, but then again, like you said, you know, maybe she would have been stuck in the sitcom had, you know, they picked this up, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, it. everybody oh. that was involved in the show, like the actors, all went on to do other cool things, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, you know, Tia Sakar wouldn't have been on uh, good The Good Place if this would have gone to series, probably. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she was, she was great as a... Vicky, aka the real Eleanor, in there. So, right. Know, so, she she was, you know, and and I love her, by the way, too. She's just an amazing actress. She's funny and cute and everything. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And a joy. That's my new thing. In the joy, a, she's just a joy to watch. Um, what it, can can you hear yourself saying that though? Or do you got like bunch of music blaring over it like in Spy High? What a joy! What what are, what are you saying? <laughs> the music's too loud. Why did John? No, the mu- you got turned down the music. The symphony's going too loud. <laughs> what are you saying? You're the villain of the movie. I can't hear your diabolical plan right now. Well, Why did I- okay, just kill him. Um, well, that's why I fired the 
band that I used to have that traveled with me to play my theme music everywhere I went. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I fired them. They, you know, if I fired, I mean I set them all on fire. Oh, you said, oh, wow. Wait, okay. no, I didn't. <clears throat> Shh. That's, don't, t- don't, that's tell don't tell the yeah, authorities. Don't tell the authorities. Yeah, don't tell it. Well, you, if you're going to upload this, then it's kind of uh, my hands, but... Uh, oh, fuck. <clears throat> you know, I guess you could edit that part out, but... um. Uh, yeah, no, I can't about. edit. It's it's there's this thing. I just can't take anything out. It's a uh, my editing oh. system doesn't allow me to. <clears throat> Shit. So it's like a live stream almost essentially then. Uh crap. Um <clears throat> we should try one of those once a live stream just to see how it goes without any editing. Like just just to see how, <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, just let it just let it go. Let but, it go. Uh, no. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the lyrics that any, me either. anymore. All I know is let it go. Um, so <laughs> the cold never bothered me anyway. You know what's interesting yeah. about Sally for a second? Okay, just a, yeah, just a really small point. So Sally, what's the actress's name again? Greta Gerwig. Uh, Greta Gerwig. So she looked a lot, in this episode at least, she looked a lot like... Um, this YouTube therapist named Katie Morton, at least to me, maybe, maybe if you see her, you might not see much of a reason. I think it's mainly the hairstyle because yeah. they both have long hair. But, um, yeah, this, this, this YouTube therapist named Katie Morton, she's got like a, you know, thousands of videos talking about, you know, basic therapy stuff, you know, like topics or whatever. And when I was watching this, I'm like, I was thinking like, she looks a lot like, Katie Morton, and maybe to other people she might not, but to me it was like that's this weird. I'll look like, her up later at, and see. Yeah, yeah, got some pretty interesting videos. Uh, kind of a quirky personality, you know, like a hmm. upbeat, quirky kind of thing going on. So, um, yeah, maybe I'll check that out later. Um, hmm. so uh, basically, from the uh, the few uh, like, there's no reviews on the Internet Movie Database for this. Um, like we normally can read on these episodes that we do. Um, there were a couple that I read on some, uh, YouTube videos. The the whole, the whole series, the whole pilot is not on YouTube, but there are people that showed clips from the, uh, thing. Um, uh, somebody said, I've just seen the entire pilot, the the entire pilot. It was kind of nice for one episode. The girl who played Vicky in The Good Place also played in this. Also nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then it says it. And then, then they spoil the end. They tell people that, you know, Frank is the dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <clears throat> well, I wonder then, did they know that there was only going to be one episode by revealing it like that? or No, they, they oh. were probably just going to do that. And basically the show was going to be about how... She probably ended up dating a bunch of other people while Frank was her friend. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I got. It. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's my. That's my guess um, on it. Yeah. By the way, um, <clears throat> if you want to try a drink, they have a drink in there called a Chardonnay. Is that what it's called? Chardonnay? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 Chardonnay and Mountain Dew. Mixed white wine with Mountain Dew. Apparently, Sally and Todd invented that in college. And yeah. Chardin- they liked it in the show. Chardon do, um, yeah. So, so to try that, I, I if won't. you want, if you, I won't. I, mean, yeah, I don't, don't drink alcohol, so um. <laughs> I, and I very, 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 very rarely drink, so I probably won't do it. And then, uh, so you know what? I'll try. What? I'll mix some Pepsi with some Mountain Dew and see how that goes. You could, oh, yeah, yeah. Or you could try the sparkling, um, white grape juice, which is essentially, yeah. That's what kind of like white wine, and then you can just add Mountain Dew to that, and you can pretty much taste, you know, how it maybe would taste. Well, I don't know. Wine, Um, wine isn't sparkly though. Champagne. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. But wouldn't really. Yeah, so probably wouldn't work. Okay, whatever. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) maybe I'll just use regular grape juice. Just grape juice and Mountain Dew. Uh, I don't know about that. Like some, some, uh, I'll just get some white grape juice. Uh, oh, by the way, do they make that white grape juice? Yeah, they do. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, by the way, are they selling the um, the Mountain Dew with watermelon at Walmart or not? You know, I'm not sure. Okay, because <clears throat> I wanted to try that. Um, I'll have to, yeah, that, that's something. That's something uh, that I might want to do. 
<laughs> hey, Winners Mountain Dew will sponsor us. They they yes. like to sponsor like edgy content, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. Come on, <laughs> come do on, it. Pepsi, do it, do, do it, do it, do the do, yeah, do it, do it, do it, yeah, do it, do, do it, it. Ben. Do, do it, do it, come on, go, 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 be away or talk to my wife, do it, do it, no, nah, uh, Casey, Kate, I love that sketch. So um, he's like, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um. Anything else, Matt, before we go? Like, um, first off, you know, what have you been watching or reading or listening to? I'm just curious because, like, you know, we can uh, share that with our fans here besides sure this. Will. Let's see here. Um, you know, it's, it's Ramadan. So usually when it's Ramadan, I kind of like to read up a little bit on, you know, anything that's, I guess, remotely Islamic. It doesn't have to be necessarily, like, super religious or anything. So right now I'm reading a book called... Blue-Eyed Devil, A Road Odyssey Through Islamic America by Michael Muhammad Knight. He was kind of a, I don't know what you would call it, like a, like a I don't know what you would call a style, like not, not really beat poet, but just kind of like yeah. someone on the, on the phrase of like normative society. Like he would, he was basically like obsessed with like all of the weird stuff. So like, like, if you wanted to, like, read, like, about some weird fringe group, you would pretty much, like, focus exclusively on those groups. So, like... Is he still writing I mean, things? He is, but he's kind of... He's gotten a lot more scholarless, scholastic. There you go. Scholarly. Um, so, he doesn't really write these kind of books anymore. Mainly, like... I mean, the books are still good. It's just they don't really... It's not really the same. I mean, like, you know... We were watching videos of him like wrestling and like a fake, you know, homemade, yeah. you know, back with thumbtacks and shit like that back like in 2005. He's not really doing that stuff anymore. Uh, he's, um. So what was the name? Much, what's the name of that book again? This is called Blue Eyed Devil. Okay. A Road Odyssey Through Islamic America. I got an old copy. So this has him wearing like a superhero costume. Yeah. He's wearing a, a, a kufi on his head. And he's got like a the sort of nation of Islam thing with the sword above the star and crescent facing downward. Mm-hmm. And he's got like a wrestling belt that he he won from um I forgot he he actually won the belt from wrestling some dude. It's like an Egyptian um WWF belt or something like oh. that. Like an actual authentic belt that he won. <laughs> and and uh somebody I've been so- reading that and I've been so I was saying that 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 people should look that up. Yeah, if they're interested in that, it's it's a it's kind of an old book. Um, I think it came out in two thousand five or something like that. Um, he was, you know, he'll even admit back then his, his his writing was a little bit kind of immature at the time. Oh, immature. There we go. I said it right. Yes. Um, you know, so like he's he's kind of embarrassed by his older work, which you know I understand that. I'm I'm embarrassed by some of my older songs where I'm like. Eh, wasn't that great and you know stuff like that um, and, uh, speaking of embarrassment the thing i want to recommend people watch is the masked singer yeah yes i'm obsessed with it for some reason so i didn't discover it until season five but well it's but i, I watched every episode of the show <clears throat> now i binged I, mean, I binged every episode on hulu and um you know you're not on yeah, so just saying, it's a, it's a fun show. In the in these times where we've got a lot of heavy issues on our head, um, it's it's fun, mm-hmm. you know. And I will tell you right now, I'm spoiling something, but my f- the the most surprising reveal of any of the episodes was Sarah Palin. Whoa, <laughs> she she did she she was in one episode. <laughs> wow, dressed up as a as a teddy bear, <laughs> and she did. And she sang Baby Got Back. Yeah. And she changed the lyrics to be about guys with big butts. Yeah. Okay. I will tell you, it was very kind of scary because I enjoyed her performance. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out who it was and I'm like, what? <laughs> Damn it. I know. So... But um, luckily she was only on one episode, so um, I don't even remember. I don't even remember what season she was on, but it was just the weirdest reveal of any of them. So, wow. 
anyways, um, make sure uh, you people out there give us some reviews. We need some reviews. You know, if, yeah. you, li- if you like listening to this and you want to continue listening to the this, um, give us some reviews on on Apple Podcasts. Um, give us, uh, you know, five star review if you like it. You know, if you don't like it, give us a review, anyways. Um, also, yeah. Also, check out our Patreon, um, our T Public. There are other ways to help support the show. Um, yeah. Anything else, Matt? Before we go, you know, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, you know, we want to be five star men. You know, like in sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, the, the, I'm a five star man. We would like to be a five star. Yes. Five star men or five star humans. Um, but you know, if, if we're if we're one star in your estimation, that's okay too. I mean, it's not okay, but no, it's okay. But we'll we deal with it. Um, yeah. yeah, if you, if, if you want, if, again, if you'd like to see the How I Met Your Dad pilot, message me, um, send me, uh, s- send me, uh, an, an email that is at mike at cullenpark.com. That's M-I-K-E, the little at symbol, C-U-L-L-E-N-P-A-R-K dot C-O-M. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, make sure you, uh, be kind, rewind. Um, be good to each other. Don't litter. Yeah. You know, if you, uh, you see an old lady, help her cross the street and then grab her purse and steal it. Okay. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Wait, no, don't do that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't steal her purse in the middle of the street either. Um, But anyways, um, well, you know, wear a mask, get vaccinated, wear a condom, people. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.